0: Today on the Lockdown Blues podcast, the St. Louis Blues continue their inconsistency, falling to the Dallas Stars four to one, moving to eleven and eleven on the season. Plus, Robert Thomas makes his return to the lineup tonight against the Carolina Hurricanes. Should be a big test for the St. Louis Blues against a tough Eastern Conference opponent. What's been going wrong for the Blues up until this point? Why haven't they been able to really put it together and move past that tough 500 mark? we we'll to be talking about all of that and more on today's episode. It should be a good one. Make sure you stay tuned. Your Locked On Blues, your daily podcast on the St. Louis Blues. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Lockdown Blues Podcast, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network and your number one source for blues content. I'm your host, as always, Josh Hyman. If this is your first time tuning into the show, welcome. I got a lot of episodes in the backlog, uh, 500 or so, plenty of them to comb through. I got a good Twitter account at Lockdown Blues and myself at Josh Hyman NHL, like it says right there, Uh, should be a fun stuff. If you're a returning listener. Thanks for coming back. Thanks for making Lockdown Blues part of your daily routine, making Lockdown Blues your first listen. appreciate it. It's been an up-and-down season so far, and I'm going to be talking about that today. Um, It's been frustrating, you know? The Blues obviously started out the season in in pretty peculiar fashion, uh, winning their first three, losing their next eight, winning their next seven, Uh, and now they've pretty much been trading wins and losses since then. settling in at 11 and 11 on the season. They're not out of it yet. You know, the, with, with another little win streak, they could easily find themselves back in a playoff spot. But the flip side of that is uh, with another losing streak, you know, they could find themselves uh, very much on the outside looking in, which is not what you want to see. Um, it's and It's been very frustrating. You know, this team has shown flashes of being maybe not a a complete contender per se, but they've shown flashes of being a playoff team, Um, a team that, you know, can contend with the likes of Vegas and Colorado. You know, they've hung on in those games. They've beat tough teams, but they've also lost to some pretty bad teams. And, you know, it feels like, it feels like when they lose, they're never really in the game. Like, I feel like looking back, you know, they've lost some close games for sure, but it feels like a lot of times when the Blues lose, it's pretty obvious that, that's, they're going to be the result after the first period. And to me, that just, that just shows, you know, inconsistency and, and a little bit of lack of effort. And there have been some things, you know, that have been going wrong with this team that really frustrate me and really, you know, it, it, it's, it's, it's mind boggling how they continue to struggle on like what seemingly basis, basic things, you know, like, like overpassing, missing the net, turnovers, et cetera, et cetera. So first thing I'm going to do, I'm going to break down the Dallas game. Um, you know, talk about what I saw in that game, what I liked, what I didn't like, etc. Um, first and foremost, you know, they, they had a good first period. I think they did a good job of holding the Dallas Stars off. They outshot them 11-9. to nine. You know, the first period, it, it felt strong. It felt encouraging. And then in the second period, uh, they gave up the, the lone goal of the period pretty early on. And they kind of, kind of don't... One thing that's really been frustrating about the Blues this year that I think has been, um, has been uh, one of their better assets in in years past. Has been their ability to respond when they get scored on, um, especially in that cup year. It felt like the Blues did such a good job of of giving up a goal and then immediately responding and, and scoring like within minutes or not even just immediately scoring, just just putting the pressure on and 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 you know. Um, showing that they're not out of this game. And, and obviously they showed that in the Florida game, you know, they came back from four to one down in the third period. And some people say that's a mark of inconsistency. Uh, and I think you could argue that. I think you could argue the fact that their third period was so much better than any other period in that game, that it shows the size of an inconsistent team. But to me, it showed that this team is capable of responding to deficits and, and playing well in situations where they feel like they're out of it but then there are other times like in this Dallas game where it felt like once they went down to nothing even though they cut it to 2-1 it really felt like the wind was just completely taken out of their sails and I don't know if it's just a matter of a group that doesn't really believe in themselves or what it might be but it really feels like you know the Blues at times just don't feel like they can win you know it feels like they give up an opening goal or they go down two goals and the body language and the effort on the ice is like is almost reminiscent of oh boy here we go again, you know, another loss already. When it's it's quite the opposite. You know, they've they've proven that they can come back against teams and and win games that they don't deserve to win. I keep referencing that Florida game. You know, they came back from four one down in the third period. You know, if you can win that game, you can win any game. Um but, you know, in the Dallas game it really felt like they they almost took their foot off the gas a little bit once the once the lead was was up to two goals. And Brendan Saad, you know, continued to be a guy that scores big goals for the St. Louis Blues. He did make it two to one there. Um, on assist from who but Josh Levo, who's continued to have a spectacular season. Um but other than that, you know, it really felt like that that effort that you want to see when your team is down is, is just missing from the St. Louis blues right now. It feels like they've almost accepted a loss before it happens. Um, and that doesn't always manifest itself in lack of effort. Sometimes it's almost like not too, too much effort is the wrong term, but one thing that, that, um, you know, we continue to look at, is is the overpassing and, and the blues passing up on good opportunities and jeremy Rotherford wrote a great article about it on the athletic about how you know it it, it could be so frustrating when someone has a good shot and then they muff a pass and it turns into a you know they they you know they have a pass that could lead into a an even better shot but I'd rather have a a decent shot versus no shot at all you know and and it really feels like the blues are are almost trying too hard in that sense um because they feel like when they're when they're behind in games it feels like they need to pull off the miracle play the perfect play to set up the you know tic-tac-toe and it's been frustrating to watch for sure so in this upcoming second segment i'm going to be breaking down the dallas game a little bit more and then launching into my preview for tonight's game against the carolina hurricanes but before we do that i want to tell you guys about our good friends over at bet online bet is your number one source for sports betting info stats news and analysis um You can get all the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there from football, basketball, hockey, soccer, World Cup's on right now. If you had bet on the World Cup, Japan winning their group, are you kidding me? You'd be rich right now. Even esports, they've got it all at betonline.net. And if you love sports podcasts, you can find those at BetOnline as well. They're always the fastest and easiest way to get your betting fixed. So head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. Bet online where the game starts, and I'll be right back with the second half of today's episode. <clears throat> Alright, so blues find themselves down two to one. You expect them to you know hopefully have a little bit of pushback. Um Brandon Saad has just cut the lead in half, about halfway through the third period. And then Jason Robertson, who is currently leading the Hart Trophy race, uh, scores a beautiful unassisted goal to really just put it away for the Stars um, with about four minutes to go. And I don't know, it, is, it was a frustrating third period. It really felt like the chances were fleeting for the Blues. Like you expect, a, you know, a good um, contending team. To you know, they smell blood in the water. You know, Dallas left left their foot off the gas a little bit there in that third period. They allowed Brandon Saad to to get the goal to cut the lead in half. And you would hope that the Blues they smell blood in the water. They just they just you know step on the Stars' neck and and really hammer home the, their potent potent offense, um, like they did in that game against Florida. And and there is really where I felt like the absence of a guy like Robert Thomas has felt, uh you know, I talk a lot about overpassing and passing out of good shots, and you know, the one guy that I feel like can really get away with that is Robert Thomas, just because he's such a good passer and he's such a good creator uh, for his line mates and for the rest of his team, um, and just just all throughout the game, not just in the third period, it really felt like they were missing that that aspect. You know, the power play that they had was pathetic. Um, it's been pretty bad all year. You know the, the the lack of David Perron on the power play has been very very apparent. You know his his one timers and his ability to, you know, just fire off quick shots off of crisp passes has been very much missed, and it feels like the Blues are are sort of missing that that finisher on the power play. But all in in the offensive zone in general, it feels like they they there's no one out there besides like you know your Vladimir Tarasenko's or your Jordan Kairos. There's just no one out there that really feels assertive all the time in the offensive zone, you know, and obviously I'm missing some guys out there, you know, Brendan Saad, there's been times when everyone showed that, but overall I feel like a lack of assertiveness in the offensive zone has been a huge issue for the St. Louis Blues. Like no one really wants to be the guy that's going to take it, take the puck and, and just create a shot for themselves. And, you know, passing is great. Setting up tic tac toe passes is great. It makes for good highlights. It gets the team involved, etc., cetera, et cetera. But, like I said earlier in the episode, you know, I would take a, a a six out of ten shot over a nine out of ten shot that requires a needle threading pass to happen. You know, because unless you're Robert Thomas or you know Jake Neighbors or other elite elite passers that have played with the St. Louis Blues, you're going to more times than not fail those needle threading passes and when you pull them off great it leads to an almost guaranteed goal but when you don't pull off those passes a lot of times it leads to odd man rushes and it leads to very very short trips in the offensive zone and that's one thing that again I've been talking I've been saying oh that's one thing the Blues have been struggling in there's a lot of things the Blues have been struggling in but one thing in particular is short trips in the offensive zone you know the, the Blues of old and it's a it's a niche reference but I imagine a lot of you guys will remember the the overtime against the Boston Bruins in the Stanley Cup final is a perfect example of how the Blues of old would beat you. They would possess the puck in the offensive zone, they would cycle it, and they would just wear you down. They They would take some shots, they would make some passes, but moral of the story, they would possess the puck in the offensive zone for what felt like forever until they just wore you down enough to get a goal and it feels like the Blues have really just lost the ability to have that extended possession in the offensive zone. Uh, There's so many offensive zone turnovers, there's so many shots that miss the net, so many shots that, you know, rebounds that are 50-50 pucks that the Blues lose, you know, losing a lot of races to pucks, whatever it may be, it, it just feels like that extended pressure has been lacking for the Blues a lot, and, you know, fortunately guys like Jordan Cairo, who really don't need extended pressure, who can just score like that, and you know, whether it be on a breakaway or or a good move or whatever, or Vladimir Tarasenko on a wrist shot, the Blues fortunately have a lot of guys that don't need that extended pressure to score goals and to create offense. But at the end of the day, to be a successful hockey team, especially one that's built like the Blues are, you need to have extended pressure. You need to have a cycle game, um, and the Blues are lacking that right now. They've shown it at times. You know, they've shown flashes of that at times, and it's led to some success when it's working. But overall, it feels like they're rushing a little bit too much. They're, they're trying to create that perfect play and well doing that they're, they're making it so that perfect play is it's, it's that or bust, you know, it's, it's not like they're, they're passing up on so many good opportunities, looking for the great opportunity. And obviously, you know, you love when the perfect play gets pulled off. You love when you make a tape to tape, tic-tac-toe play for an easy goal. But at the end of the day, those aren't going to happen at the frequency the blues are trying to make it happen. Um, And it's led to a lot more harm than good. The Blues have given up so many odd man rushes this season. And really the main culprit of that is the overpassing, you know, and the Blues make one too many passes, defenseman slides down, whatever it may be. And then, you know, that, that perfect pass instead of threading the needle gets picked off and it's a two on one the other, other way. Um, and it's frustrating because I feel like the Blues have been hanging their goalies out to dry so much. Like Jordan Binnington has a 900 save percentage, but he has played so much better than that. You know, you watch him play and he has been really, really good. I can think I can count on one hand the amount of weak goals Jordan Binnington has given up this season. And at the end of the day, it's he's not getting rewarded for it. And that's very frustrating. Heck, even the defense has been above average, you know, compared to what I expected out of them. But it, it hasn't been enough. You know, the offense just hasn't been there. Uh, The Blues will certainly have a good chance to test their offense out tonight against the Carolina Hurricanes. So after this short break, I'm going to be breaking down that game, giving my pick for Lockdown Player of the Game and more, so make sure you stay tuned. All right, so the 12, 6, and 5 Carolina Hurricanes come to St. Louis in an attempt to improve their two-game win streak, looking looking to stretch it out to three games. They have been a good team this year, but probably not quite as good as they had hoped. They're hovering right around 500 if you consider overtime losses as just regular losses. You know, they're 12 and 11. Fortunately, the overtime losses have helped them out in the standings. They're sitting at third in the Metropolitan Division. Um, They've been a really good team this year. They're dealing with a couple injuries, however. uh, So they're, they're not quite at full health. However, they've had a lot of success um with the players that they've had sebastian Aho, martin nikash Svechnikov have been really really good for them brent burns has been good on defense as well uh they've had a lot of success this season um they have a pretty potent offense uh overall but um it hasn't exactly shown they're ranked 27th in the league in goals per game compared to the blues 24th however they are generating the third most shots on goal per game so you'd think that Eventually, the, it's gonna the needle's gonna shift for them, and they're gonna start scoring. Uh, they've really struggled on the power play, twenty six, and then where it really comes down to it is, is the shooting percentage at uh, last in the league uh, at seven point six percent, and that kind of reminds you of the Blues when they were on their losing streak. It felt like they were getting a lot of shots, just they weren't going in, and that's what scares me about this game tonight. Is if Carolina finally starts seeing some of those pucks go in the net, um, you know, it, it could snap and they could have a huge, huge, huge offensive night. Um, They've been really good defensively. They allow the least amount of shots on goal uh, with only 26.1. They've been good on the penalty kill. So overall, a pretty good defensive team and, it, and an offense that has lagged a little bit behind but is due to have a breakout. And then you look at the Blues, their offense has been pretty pretty weak. 24th in goals, 23rd in shots on goals, 22nd in shooting percentage, 16th in power play. And then you look at the defense, uh, 25th in goals allowed, 22nd in shots on goals, 29th in penalty kill, but then they take the least amount of penalties. So it, it, it really feels like the Blues need to do, do the, be, the best they can at limiting shots on goal for Carolina. You know, they get a ton, a ton, a ton of shots off, and they're not going to shoot at a 7% clip all year. They're not going to probably shoot a 7% clip tonight. Um, and if, like I said tonight is the night where the dam finally breaks for Carolina and they finally are able to string a couple goals together and shoot at a reasonable shooting percentage. It could be bad news for the blues. Um, But the moral of the story is, you know, you're getting a team that has underperformed offensively and is a good opportunity to hopefully catch some breaks. You know, if Carolina doesn't have a night tonight where they finally figure things out offensively and are able to get more shots in uh, the blues, hopefully will have a good opportunity to, prove that they can hang against a good team. You know, the Blues have beat some good teams this year. Um Vegas and Colorado in back-to-back games on the road amidst that that winning streak is incredibly impressive. Um they've hung around in some tough games against good teams and Carolina is a very tough team and it, them being an eastern opponent always adds a little bit of spice to it. You know, you don't you only play them twice a year. You don't have as much film against them. You don't have as much preparation against them. So, it's going to be a really big test for the St. Louis Blues. Um and all the things I talked about, you know, it's it's not overpassing in the offensive zone, trying to get sustained pressure. Um, Carolina's got a really, really good defense, maybe the deepest in the league in terms of, you know, their one through six on defense. It's incredibly strong. And the Blues aren't going to have an easy time in the offensive zone at all against the Carolina defense. So, It's going to be a big test, you know, if the Blues go out there and just get one and done opportunities, Carolina's going to put up 45 shots, and that's not even an exaggeration. They're averaging 35 per game, and the Blues are allowing a lot of shots on goal per game. So, if the Blues allow a lot of odd man breaks for Carolina, who's a very fast team, this game can get ugly quickly. However, Carolina is also a team that would suffer if the Blues are able to get that cycle game going. Um and able to get that that sort of that quickness out of Jordan Cairo going as well. Robert Thomas being back in the lineup should help a ton as well. Um, so that being said, I think the Blues are going to contend in this game. I don't think it's going to be a blowout. Like I said, you know, uh, Carolina is still figuring things out offensively. They're dealing with a bunch of injuries. So hopefully the Blues can can contend and can remain in this game. That being said, my pick for locked-on player of the game is the guy that is returning to the lineup in Robert Thomas. He is someone whose presence was very much um, missed when he was out with injury. He is a guy that is is a perfect example of someone who knows when to pass versus knows when to shoot. Obviously, he's a pass-first guy, but he doesn't really force passes like we've been seeing a lot with the St. Louis Blues. So if he can set the tone for the Blues offense, and you know he's a great cycler as well. He does a really good job of extended offensive zone pressure. So if Robert Thomas can be that guy that sort of leads the charge for a more calm collected and smart decision-making blues offense. I think the blues can come away with a victory. I'm hoping it can be a low scoring game because I'm worried if it's a high scoring game, Carolina has the edge there. So my final pick for the score is three to one St. Louis blues with an empty netter fingers crossed. That'll be the case. That being said, that is all the time I have for you guys. Make sure you check out locked on blues on whatever podcast platform you're listening to. Obviously you're checking them out. If you're listening to the episode, um, Hit that follow or subscribe button. Check out Lockdown Blues on YouTube is what I meant to say. Uh, You can subscribe there if you haven't already. Appreciate all the support there. You can see my beautiful face. Sometimes my cat shows up on screen. You're missing out if you're not on the YouTube. Um, Looking to get back on schedule in this month of December. November was crazy. I was traveling a ton. um, So wasn't able to get as many episodes out as I wanted, but December should be good for that. Uh, That being said, thank you all so much for listening. Make sure you check out Lockdown Blues on Instagram and Twitter. Check out me on Twitter at Josh NHL. As always, let's go Blues.